You are listening to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast, and this is episode number 41. This episode is brought to you by the Visionary Journal. The Visionary Journal is a day planner with vision, encompassing everything you need to successfully achieve your goals. It seamlessly blends goal setting, visualization, planning your day-to-day, and regular review to help you get from idea to done. Learn more about the Visionary Journal by visiting visionaryjournal.co. Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Star Chasers. Welcome back to another episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. I'm your host, Monique Malcolm. And the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast is a show for side hustlers and creative entrepreneurs. My goal is to push back the limits of what you think is possible when it comes to making money through your passions and creative work. And I really want to teach you how to leverage your ideas and create your own opportunities. And I do that every single week by interviewing amazing creative entrepreneurs. And then I hop on the show solo and share bits of my own journey as well as actionable strategies that you can try out yourself. This week, I have another interview for you, but before I do that, I want to give you guys a little bit of reminder that reviews and episode downloads are the currency of podcasting. Those are the things that people measure in the podcasting world. So if you enjoy the show, I'd love for you to leave a review in Apple Podcasts, as well as share the show with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram with any of your takeaways or if you share it in your Instagram stories, but please review and please share because this is how I get feedback on what I'm doing really well. And it also helps the show grow. And that benefits us all because I can book even bigger and badder guests than the ones I currently have. And the more, the merrier. Okay. But anyway, this week, like I said, I have another interview. And one of the things that I really pride myself on is looking for guests that are doing out of the box things. They run businesses that are really non-traditional or about really novel concepts or things that I've never even heard of. And today's guest definitely checks that box. So if you're a person that's into astrology, auras, chakras, getting your natal chart read, all of those type of um, astrology related things, you definitely want to tune in because I have AC Brown and AC Brown is a human design expert, founder of Goodnight Darling Co. and a life and business strategist who helps people thrive and find financial success based on their aura type. She guides her clients through the process of transitioning from doing life by the book to following their guts in every aspect of living. So we're going to be talking about human design. And in this episode, AC introduces us to the concept of human design. And then she breaks down how you can live your best life by applying your own human design strategy. So grab a pen and a notebook and let's dive in. Hey, AC, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you today? I am great. Wonderful. Listen, I am so thrilled to be talking to you because this is what we're talking about today is like something 
that I didn't even know about until maybe a handful of weeks ago. And I feel like it's going to blow some people's minds. And I always want to make sure that not only am I presenting people possibility when it comes to working these creative careers and creating your own opportunities, but I also want to get people's minds thinking about expanding beyond what they already know and expanding beyond the normal things that they hear about. So what we're talking about today, I'm I'm pretty stoked for us to be having this discussion. So go ahead and let's start at the top. Tell us who you are and what you do. Well, I am AC Brown and I am the owner of a company called Goodnight Darling Co. But most importantly, and my passion and purpose, I am a life and business strategist who helps people thrive and find financial success based on their human design aura. Ah, All right. So spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about human design and what that is. So go ahead and let us let people know if they've never heard of the term human design. What does that mean? What is human design? Well, human design is a combination of astrology, the Kabbalah system, chakra system, I Ching, and quantum physics. So it's an all-encompassing system of self-discovery using your inner receptors, your nerve points, your birth information, some of your seven chakra centers, not the same as the regular chakras, and it determines how you are designed to function in the world. Or how I like to explain to people in layman's terms is if astrology was the finished Ikea bookcase, because we've all built an Ikea bookcase at one point in our lives. Yes, um, or two. Maybe something, <laughs> right, or two or three or four. I like to say human design is the instructions on how to build the bookcase. All right. So it's how it's the instructions on how to build a bookcase. So I'm curious because I don't think you and I have actually talked about this, but how did you get into this work or how does one train to become a human design chart reader or learn more? (laughs) How I got into this when I first moved to Maryland, I live in the Maryland, D.C. area. I was getting ready. Well, not getting ready. I had already started in New Jersey where I'm from, New York, New Jersey. I started a photography business, then I moved here, and I was interning for a very popular, well-known commercial photographer in the Baltimore, Maryland area, and the resident makeup artist, she was all into yoga and chakras, and um, she ate kale chips, all of that stuff, (laughs) and at the time, I was like, oh, okay, kale chips, they're good, and there was this kale chip company called Brad's, I believe, and she knew the owner, so she used to always bring us kale chips. And one day we were talking, you know, during in between shoots and she was like, yeah, I'm human design. I just got a human design reading and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, what's human design? So she started going over the human design aura types, which we'll talk about. And she was explaining each of them to me. And one of the aura types is called manifester. And I just knew I was a manifester. I'm like, I'm a manifester. I am AC the manifester. Yes, yes, yes. That sounds like my life. And then I filled in my information and I found out I was a projector. And <laughs> I literally was crushed. I was like, what's going on? This is not my life. And why is this happening? There's only 22% of projectors. I'm supposed to be a manifester or a manifesting generator. And as I started researching more, I, it made sense. Everything up into my life actually made sense all the good things that were happening, all of the things that I was forcing, everything made sense based off of this particular 
aura type that I was. And then a friend of mine and I, we were going to open a a coaching practice doing human design. So we took a bunch of classes, training. We spent thousands of dollars on different trainings and classes and courses. And then she decided, I don't want to do this anymore. And so I was like, fine, I'll just focus on photography. And I just learned how to use it for myself. And I was reading people's charts just personally at that point. Ooh, so I want to, I don't know if I told you this, but Amber, and you guys should know Amber. She's been on the show. She's my best bestie. Her and I were talking one day and she was telling me about the work that she was doing with AC. And she was like, AC's been talking to me about human design. And I believe Amber's a generator. And yeah, so she she's was a like, pure generator. She's a generator. So she was like, she was like, I really feel like you should know about this too. And she was reading me the description for a generator. And she's like, I think you might be a generator because that sounds like you. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like you. But then whatever page she was on, she started reading about the manifester. And I was like, but... <laughs> I feel like that one sounds like me too. And I was like, is there like a combination? And she was like, actually, yes, there's a manifesting generator. And I was like, oh, I feel like that could be my thing. Like I, both of those just sound really, really close to how I operate. And so uh, Amber was like, you should fill out a chart and, and submit your information and see what your chart says. And sure enough, I am a manifesting generator, which I'm still learning about what that means. And AC will be able to explain to you guys a bit more in just a, a moment what that means. But I don't know, you guys, there's like a method to this madness and I'm kind of digging it. So one thing I want to make sure that we point out is human design a belief system. No, it is not. Um, some people might beg to differ who have been in it since the beginning, the baby boomers. Um, the person, um, Ra, who got this information downloaded, he liked to call it an experiment. And that's where, if you read anything online, people talk about experimenting and deconditioning because when you find out your aura type, you pretty much have to decondition from all of the things that you've been taught from childhood, from society, etc. So it's not a belief system. It's more of a blueprint for your life. I like to say that human design is more of a tool for you to use to thrive and become successful in your life through making better decisions. Ah, and I like that. I like that using it as a tool to make better decisions because this is important in every area of our life. But especially as creatives who have creative businesses, decision making is like one of your most important skills and being able to feel confident and make decisive decisions very quickly. So I don't want to waste any more time. Let's talk about strategy and authority because these are like the two main tools that human design, um, I guess, I don't know if the right term is assigns to people, but can you talk about what, what a strategy is and what authority is? Yes. So your strategy is your aura type strategy. So each aura type, um, and we'll get into the aura types has a specific strategy and that is how you're supposed to respond to the world or decisions, um, or things that happen to you. Your authority is I like to say the final, final um, decision-making skill that you have. um, And there's, there's six of them. There's um, their range from sacral authority to emotional 
And it's about making those decisions. So, for instance, I have an emotional authority. My authority is ruled by my emotional solar plex, which is in your chart. So I like to tell my clients, you have to wait out the petty period. <laughs> so you have to wait out the emotional period from making decisions. And you ha- I'm allowed to tell people, you know what, let me sleep on it. Let me get back to you because I need to not react or make decisions emotionally. Some people have a sacral authority where they make decisions based off of a gut feeling, based off of um, how they're feeling internally. It's more like a sound. Um, And there's other people who have different authorities where they are allowed to get input from other people um, to make those decisions. So the strategy is like the overall decision-making but your authority is like your final, final kind of destination, your final destination for decision making after you follow your authority. All right. So let's break down the different strategies. OK, so there are five aura types that they, they like to say four, but one of them is broken down into two. So we have our generator population that have the biggest population of 70 percent of generators and they're break, broken down into pure generators and manifesting generators. And that particular strategy is to respond. So your decisions are made to respond. Then you have your manifestors, which are pure manifestors. Their authority, their authority, their strategy, excuse me, is to initiate and we'll get, I'll go into what that means. And then you have projectors, which I'm a projector. And mine is to wait for the invitation. And then you have reflectors, which are the smallest population, which is about 2%. And theirs is to wait out a full lunar cycle or 28 days. But there's different ways that they could fudge that as well. <laughs> so what does it mean to respond for generators? So generators and manifesting generators you your goal is to master something number one and to respond to life so a lot of generators get very angry because they like to want to make life happen and as a generator or manifesting generator the only goal that should be yours is mastery and waiting for life to show you signs so i like to use the I need a vacation principle. And this is used a lot in human design where you're working at a stressful job and you're like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so stressed. I need a vacation. And then you say that out loud or internally. And then the next day you're driving down the block and you see a sign, half price fares to Bahamas. Or you go to the doctor And then your doctor says, oh, my gosh, you're so stressed. You need a vacation. That would be responding to life, something that is an external response, something that shows up for you externally. Does that make sense to you? Yes. And you're okay, good. (laughs) And I'm sure it makes sense to your listeners, too. So the next would be projectors. Projectors, our strategy is to wait for the invitation. So what does that mean? I like to use the water cooler kind of speak say we're talking about at the water cooler the real housewives of atlanta i like to use that because people talk about reality tv at work and everybody's in a huddle and they're saying oh nini did this or nini did that and 
my invitation would be, hey, AC, what do you think? What did you think about last night's episode? That would be an invitation for me to speak. It comes down to that. But the cool thing for projectors is while we're waiting for invitations, we're allowed to follow our bliss. So do things that make us happy while we're waiting for those big invitations. And the big invitations really are career, work, marriage, love, moving, those type of things. But everything is to wait for an invitation. And then you have the creme de la creme of, of um, human design, which are the manifestors. They are the only aura type that gets to initiate. So that is their strategy to initiate. They are allowed to just to just do it. They are the epitome of the Nike symbol. Just do it. They can just go ahead and do it. Um, the problem with them is that because they can just initiate some of the downsides for them, they don't not necessarily get permission from other people, but they don't inform people around them that they're just doing it. And that causes a little bit of frustration and bitterness for them. And then you have the reflectors, which are the smallest population. And reflectors, their strategy is to wait a 28-day lunar cycle before making decisions. And this is because one of the main things for reflectors is they need to be in the right work and live in the right place. And then after that, everything else in their life is pretty much, I don't want to say peachy keen, but it pretty much flows very well. And they're allowed to mirror other energies that are around them. So they have it the worst and the best at the same time. <laughs> and then you mentioned um, manifesting generators being part of the generators but don't they have kind of like a mixed strategy? Yes. So manifesting generators, the cool thing for them, and I always say that like I, I consider them the lucky ones out of the bunch because they are, even though, yes, you still have to respond just like a generator, you can respond to internal feelings. So if you get a internal hunch um, to act on something, and like we've talked about, you being a manifesting generator, you can act on that. You also have the ability to initiate visually and initiate verbally, really putting it out there to the universe. Like, hey, I want this, this, this and that to happen. A lot of the manifesting generators who I coach and work with, they are the best visualizers and manifestors that I know as far as if you want to compare it to the law of attraction. Mm. And I find this to be so interesting because one of the things and I've talked, I've been talking to AC about this for the last couple of weeks. And I, when she first broke down, like really basically for me, what a manifesting generator was and how things work and uh, my strategy one of the things that really came up for me that I told her I really resonated with was the whole idea of uh, manifesting generators being really able to visualize things. And this is one of those things that I feel like is really difficult for me to explain to people. When someone asks me like what my creative process is or how I'm able to create so many things and get them out there and do it so fast, I always feel a little bit of hesitation because I always feel like, well, is this person going to think I'm crazy? Because the honest truth is 
that I cannot create anything until I can see it, a mental picture of it. So a lot of times when I get an idea, the way that it works for me is I get an idea, I write it down on paper, whatever initial thoughts about it came down, I'll brainstorm a little bit, but I'll sit on it for days and continue to turn this idea over in my mind and break it down until I see a mental picture of what that thing looks like and then I can create it. And that's why I can create it so fast because I already know what it looks like. And I I told AC, I was like, this makes me feel so less crazy because (laughs) I always feel like if I try to explain this to somebody, they're just going to be like, man, that girl's crazy as hell. Like, I don't even know why I asked her because her response is crazy. (laughs) No, well, that's the difference between generators and, you know, pure generators and manifesting generators. You can act on those internal nudgings and that creation process. The goal for you really is creation. The goal for generators is really mastery. And there's a difference between that. For instance, you know, just comparing some celebrities to their aura types, you know, Oprah, Beyonce, Albert Einstein, they're pure generators. You know, Hillary Clinton, Clint Eastwood, Mahatma Gandhi, they're manifesting generators. Um, as far as projectors are concerned, Gail King, Obama, Mary Kay Ash, uh, they're projectors. And as far as uh, manifestors, we have, you know, uh, I like to uh, Adolf Hitler's manifestor, but I have a good theory behind that. And I talk about that in my group that I have about Adolf Hitler. And yes, what he did was wrong, but he's the pure epitome of a manifestor and the power that they have. George Bush, Jerry Seinfeld, their manifestors. And reflectors, Sandra Bullock and Merv Griffin are reflectors. So just to compare some charts to, but when it comes to manifestors, I mean, manifesting generators and generators, generators are for mastery. Manifesting generators are mastery as well, but mostly creation of their uh, mastering their creations, if that makes sense to you guys. Yes, that does. So... You've been doing this work for several years. What do you feel is the intent of human design? For me, the intent. So I've been studying and training and reading charts and talking to people about this probably for about seven and a half, almost eight years. Um, The intent for me always comes down to life's timing and decision making skills. That is probably the most um, thing that pops up is trusting the universe and the timing and making the correct decisions to propel you forward to stay in line with your purpose and your destiny. So that's really what it comes down to because you can get sidetracked and all sorts of things can happen. But when it comes down to it, are you following your strategy and authority when it comes to making decisions? And if you are then everything, not everything is all good and just, you know, fine, but it, you have more of a plan, more of a strategy for your life and the things that you want to do. And how do you feel your work through human design has impacted your life? Oh, it's helped me immense. It's helped me. um, Well, like I said, before I found out about it, I was at a crossroads in my life where I was honestly kind of perplexed at what was going on. And that's odd for me um, because I'm a go-getter. I'm ambitious. I'm a creator. 
and I always had, you know, a side business or I was always creating something and sometimes things wouldn't work and sometimes they would. And when human design, when I found out about my aura type, it, everything literally clicked. I went back and looked on my life for all of the things that were invitations. And I'm like, oh, that's why that worked. Or that's why that didn't work. And recently with my company, Goodnight Darling, I use human design with that just for the simple fact that everyone always asks me about, you know, some of the opportunities that I have. And most of, I I don't want to say most, I would probably say all of the big opportunities that I've had have all been invitations. They've all been people inviting me into spaces, into things, um, into opportunities that I didn't have to seek out. And that's really living in my design. And it worked out and it always works out. Awesome. All right. So I want to, let's talk about some, do you have my chart nearby? Do I have it? I don't have your chart nearby, but I remember most of it because I know the the pertinent stuff in your chart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I feel like I want to give a really brief overview of like some of the information that people can uh, that they'll find on their chart or that will be revealed for their chart. So in the, in like, in as general terms as possible, because it's a lot of information. You guys, if you see what a human design chart looks like, it, it looks like something out of like a cross between like an astrology book and like an anatomy book <laughs> mixed in with like some random science. There's a lot going on. If you look at just like the visual of what the chart looks like and there's a lot to read. So can you show like, I, I actually guess. I pulled up your chart. Yes, I pulled it up. So. All right. So I like the it. highlight of some of the things that I learned from my chart. In my opinion, from all of my studies, and I've been studying a lot of charts, probably hundreds of charts, especially celebrities, billionaires, millionaires. And I've come to the conclusion that most millionaires, billionaires, or movers and shakers in the world have certain characteristics in their charts. Um, There's about, not necessarily, human design really uh, associates two particular gates in their lines in the chart. Um, When you look at your chart, people who are listening, as money gates, but I associate five different ones. And you have two um, money gates, in my opinion, and you also have really, really strong intuitive gates. And that sticks out to me because, like I said, my research for all these millionaires and billionaires have certain characteristics in their chart. And it's pretty amazing um, how when people start becoming successful, and then I go look up their charts, and I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> like, that makes sense. And it's not, and I don't want people to be upset when they don't have certain things in their chart because you still have the power and, and you, you have the power and the free will to do whatever you want with your life. However, there's advantages that you have. So, for instance, in your chart, you have a gate that is one of my favorite gates. I have this gate too. It's called Gate 45. And it's the king and queen gate. And people, I, I call that a money gate. Some people don't. But some it's part of the money line or money channel in your chart. And it's the king and queen gate is someone who is able to get resources for the community or for the collective. And as you know, a king and queen, they rule. So that comes with a high kind of you know prestige of ruling. 
and you and that shows up for you in your life with your creativity stuff um you also have gate 57 and gate 44 gate 44 we like to call in human design um clear smelling or the clear olfactory gate it's a lot of other things too but a lot of times people with that gate um they have very very high sense of smell um, sometimes they can even smell people who are pregnant, but they can smell when it rains. They can smell the different energy in the room. They actually make good mediums because they can smell the energy. And of course, spirits, they have an energy that changes the smell in the room. And you have stories of you smelling <laughs> certain things too. Oh gosh. Like there's <laughs> never a day that I walk in my house. And I'm like, y'all don't smell that. Like something in here smells off. And my husband and my son think that I'm crazy. But I mean, it happens every day. I'm like, you got y'all don't smell that? Like something's burning. And they're just like, we don't smell anything. And I'm like, how do you not smell that? <laughs> yeah. So that that gate. And then you also have gate 57, which we've talked in depth about, which is uh, they, it's an intuitive gate. Um, one of the it's called it's not called intuition, but it's clear um, hearing it's a clear audience gate and people who have that usually can hear spirit guides, hear dead people, hear voices. Um, and we've had that talk too. And that shows it very strong for you in your chart. And then you have some other factors, which in human design, each of the centers, they're either undefined or defined. And when a center is undefined, it's white. And that means that you take on a lot of en- outside energy or you get a lot of input from outside sources so you have a undefined head and ajana and we talk about you and your creativity and all of your ideas that flow to you and sometimes it's uncontrollable and that's why you have that because of those specific things in your chart yeah so basically what you heard ac say is that i'm gonna be a millionaire and (laughs) i have unlimited creative ideas and sometimes things smell weird, but, you know, nobody else in my house knows that, but it's me. <laughs> and uh, the intuition piece, which I do feel very strongly about that. And that's something that I, I I had an experience, and I guess I'll share this. I had an experience earlier this year. Uh, one of my childhood friends, I hadn't seen her since high school. We were really good friends in middle school and high school. And um, she was getting married this year. And I wanted to go to the wedding, but it inter it overlapped with travel I was doing for speaking. And so it just, it was, there were just a lot of hurdles I was going to have. No, I don't say a lot of hurdles, but it made it difficult for me to commit to going to the wedding. But the entire time that I was trying to figure out whether or not I was going to go, I just had this very clear message in my mind that like you have to go to her wedding because if you don't go when it was you're never going to see her again like when would you you're not going to see her again basically was what the message was like it and it was very clear like I had this in my mind like if you don't go to her wedding you're not going to see her again but I just took that as well we haven't crossed paths in all these years she lives in a different state so when are we going to cross paths is really how I decoded that message And she passed away less than 30 days after her wedding. And I had so much regret about that because I, I mean, basically got a heads up, like you should go to her wedding because you won't see her again. And so that, that's really like a thing that's really stood out to me over the last couple of months, almost 
I felt some regrets for for that for some a really long time after she passed. Once AC told me that, I was like, that makes sense because I can trace back other times where the intuition for something was there. And I was just like, mm, you're just being crazy in your mind. And then I, I didn't take that and something happened. So I don't know, you guys, there's there's something here to this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And like I told you, you need to follow up on those hunches. So that's what human design can do for you. And it's not all... And, People always, oh, I don't have this in my chart. I don't have this. You have your whole chart. Everybody has everything in in the chart. You have all the lines, all the gates, everything. It's just whether or not it's activated for you. And activation is if it's black or red or if it's checkered. So if it's white, you still can experience those particular things that those gates mean. But it just might be might not be as prevalent if it's activated. Hey, Star Chasers, still struggling to reach your goals? The Visionary Journal is a goal-setting system encompassing everything you need to successfully achieve your goals. It seamlessly blends goal-setting, visualization, planning your day-to-day, and regular review to help you get from idea to done. The Visionary Journal is designed to help you transform your goals into actionable tasks and integrate them into your schedule. You start with the big picture areas of your life, set smart goals, create a 90-day action plan, and commit to doing the work that will move you closer to achieving that goal. For more information and to order your own copy, visit visionaryjournal.co. So I want to know, because you've mentioned clients that you've worked with, how do you use your human design knowledge to help your clients? Well, how I use my human design to help my clients, well, first and foremost, I'm psychic, I'm claircognizant. That's first and foremost, my grandmother figured that out when I was about three years old um, because the phone would ring and I'm like, oh, is that such and such? And it would be them. Or I would say, oh, is Aunt Cora such and such? And she's dead. She's dead. And, you know, and I didn't. And I would just talk about people who weren't around. And so my grandmother noticed that when I was young. Um, So my intuition is definitely helps me, especially in business with knowing what to do. I've always had a, a keen insight for having, um, I like to say, um, especially because I'm a projector and my goal on this earth is to guide and direct other people's energies. And I like to say as a projector with my intuitive skills, I'm like the panoramic camera at a football field, the one that goes back and forth the football field. I can see all the angles and things that something maybe the coach might not see or the players might not see, but because I'm going back and forth, I can see a lot of things. So I utilize my intuitive skills, and also I have my, my MBA in marketing. I use my actual formal education to help clients pinpoint either, not I don't want to say areas of weakness, but take them from, I know what I want to do, but I don't know how to execute it to now I'm clear on my plan and my vision and here's the goals and the strategy that we're going to accomplish over the next six months or six years or however it may be. I give them a plan. So, And I incorporate human design with that is going over their chart and figuring out what areas are their strengths, what are their, you know, not necessarily weaknesses, but what things that they might have a challenge with and also helping and human design helps you align with your purpose as well to the things that you really want to do. 
So that's how I use human design along with my other skills to help my clients thrive and find financial success in their business or in life. Oh, I love that. So at this point, uh, oh, we haven't talked about where do people, if somebody was curious about pulling their chart, where would they find that information? They could go to Jovian Archive, and I'm sure you'll put this in the notes or something, (laughs) Um, or they can go there, or they could reach out to me um, on my website at acbrown.com, sign up for my newsletter, and I have a lovely freebie freemium um, there where you it's called passion purpose and profits um, and the missing link and it just goes over human design all of the things that we talked about some of the keywords the auras the different aura types um, some other things in the chart and you can you know find the link there to pull your chart and you can also have a resource which is I have a Facebook group called zero to 100 a human design collective where I talk about human design each week and we, you know, chat about astrology and human design and sometimes, you know, all sorts of woo woo stuff and helping (laughs) people live in their strategy um, more. Awesome. All right. So I'll have all of those links in the show show notes, of course. Okay. So now would be a great time for us to talk about the Pimp Your Brilliance Action Challenge. So Ace is going to share with us Three ways to live your best life through human design. So the first step would be to, of course, find out your aura type. Um, this, <laughs> and when you do find out your aura type, do not go down the rabbit hole of crazy and trying <laughs> to wrap your brain around everything because you will get overwhelmed. Um, so I suggest joining, of course, a group like mine where you can get things in baby steps Um, and you know, my guide to gives you baby steps. The second would, after you find out your aura type is to do some journaling and do some assessment on where you are at in your life and the things that are either working for you or not working for you. And ask yourself based off of your strategy, did you follow your strategy with those decisions that you've made? Um, and the reason why I say that is because it's always good to look at where you are and how far you've come based off of your own sort of, it's like a, a mini like intuitiveness where sometimes when people find out that they, like you said, no, it sounds like I'm more of a manifesting generator. And then you were, and then you look at, you know, what a manifesting generator is and you've been following that for a long time. So that's pretty cool to have that already implanted in you. So that would be step number two is to write down, after you find out your strategy, have you been following it, you know, intuitively by accident, if you want to say. And then step number three would be, okay, now that you have this information, how can you move forward in making the right decisions? Because it's all about deconditioning from what you're used to. Because a lot of people, when they hear about manifestors, everybody wants to be a manifester because they get to initiate. But if you look at your life, sometimes that might not be the best for you. And manifestors actually don't have it that great, um, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest with you, because they have a big missing piece um, when it comes to they get to initiate a lot. But a lot of manifestors I know and clients that I've worked with, they have a lot of unfinished products 
and unfinished projects because they initiate so much. They need a strong team around them to execute the rest of it. See, um, you know, initiating is great, but it says nothing about finishing. So <laughs> that could be an issue. So you have to, you know, look at those things. So the third thing would be, you know, you have your, you find out your design, you join my group, you don't go down a rabbit hole. Second thing, you do some journaling and you figure out if you have been following your strategy. And the third thing would be to how can you use your strategy to take yourself to the next level and making the better decisions. All right. So that was nice and concise. I love that. Okay. So before we wrap things up, I want to go back to this Beyonce thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have asked you this earlier, but as I was, I was like, wait, I want to, I want to know more about Beyonce and what's on her chart. Well, Beyonce is a pure generator and being a pure generator, as um, I explained, it's about mastery. So Beyonce actually has a few money gates in her chart as well. Um, and she has a lot of entertainers and millionaires have this gate. It's gate 14. It's the only gate in human design that really doesn't have a downside to it. And gate 14, it's accumulation. They like to call it the closer gate. It's one of those gates where in human design, people like to say, if somebody were to, if we were to point out a bunch of people that were going to win the lottery, they would have gate 14. It's one of those just lucky kind of gates. I actually have it. <laughs> um, but Beyonce has that gate. But with Beyonce's chart, she has a lot of other good things too. But with her being a generator, people are like, oh, she's so successful. She's so successful. It's because generators are the builders. They're the worker bees of society. But they're here to master something. And also, they are the pure strategy of responding to life. Her dad noticed that she could sing, or her teacher, I believe, noticed that she could sing at school. And then her dad's like, okay, we're going to form a group. That's her responding to life. So these were things that were brought to her externally that, of course, yes, she was good at, but she responded to it. So I like to use Beyonce and Oprah, as Oprah's also a generator, as examples because they responded to life and generators have the hardest time because they are just here to respond to life. Life is literally supposed to happen to them. They're supposed to sort of fall into it. Um, and that's a hard pill to swallow when you're trying to make things happen or follow your passion or et cetera. But for gener pure generators, responding to life is how they're going to be successful and mastering what they respond to. Mm, all right, you guys. So now you know what's on Beyonce's chart and you need to go figure <laughs> out what is on your chart. Are you a generator? Do you have the same uh, gates that Beyonce has? Maybe you're going to be up there singing and dancing at Coachella. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> or you can be like me and I have a very similar chart to Osama Bin Laden, but that's another. <laughs> that's another. That's another. Even though he's a generator, me and him have a lot of the same gates in the same places. So it's very interesting. Mm, I'm going to go with the Beyonce chart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I love to ask about what you're reading. Are there any books, anything that you read recently that we should know about? Yeah, I picked up again because um, I'm a big Marion Williamson fan. So um, what was I reading? Um, the... 
it's right on my my um, side table but it's the divine law of compensation mm. um the well the, the 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 law of divine compensation which is a tiny book but i always read that because marianne just has like some of the best prayers in that book in all her books so that book always just when i need to be realigned and refocused i just pick up that book all right and if people want to reach out or connect with you where can they find you online they can find me online um, on Instagram at A-Y-C-E-E Brown, um, also at acbrown.com. And you can follow, come, you know, on my group, which is, you can do a search for zero, like actually spelled out two and then one spelled out hundred and it comes up and you can join the group. All right. Well, AC, thank you for coming on the show and sharing with us your knowledge about human design. I hope that everybody learned something new because I have been learning about this for the last couple of weeks and I'm, I'm really fascinated with it. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you.